better first round matchup Clippers versus the Suns or the Kings versus the Warriors which first round matchup between these two is the better first round matchup and um Zach once again or Zay whoever Zay you I use about this speak Mike is yours I'll start this one off guys so I have a couple takes on this and I'll start off with my probably yeah my hottest take of the playoffs so the Warriors are playing the Kings. It's interesting because the Warriors are the number six seed. The Kings are the number three seed. But everyone you talk to says the Warriors should win. They're favored in Vegas. They are, I'll give you guys a stat, the biggest six seed in terms of favorites and their odds. The Warriors are minus 275. That started at around minus 300. So Vegas gives them about a 65 to 70% chance to win this series. And I think that's being super disrespectful to the Sacramento Kings. I think the Kings are not only going to beat the Warriors. I think they win the series in five. I think their crowd is going to be super ramped up. This team has had the longest playoff drought in the NBA. The Warriors were an awful road team for the entire regular season. I know they're getting Andrew Wiggins back. I think the Kings roll them. I think they win that series in five games. So my answer to this series, to this question, will be the Clippers Sun series. I think this is an all-in type series for the Clippers. And it's super unfortunate they are missing Paul George. I would have loved to see him on the court in this series, but I just think there are so many question marks in this series. I know the Phoenix Suns have looked almost unbeatable since acquiring Kevin Durant. Like they haven't lost with him in the lineup, but those games were against not very good competition. As a matter of fact, the only team they've played since getting Kevin Durant with KD in the lineup that was a top seven seed was the Denver Nuggets on a TNT game a few weeks ago. And the Nuggets brought their B squad with them. They didn't have anyone playing in that game. It didn't matter to them. So as good as the Suns have been without Kevin Durant or with Kevin Durant in the lineup, I think there's still a ton of questions for me to answer of how good they really are just because I want to see their new team against legitimately good competition. And I've seen Kawhi Leonard carry teams in huge underdog spots in the playoffs before. I think this is a major opportunity for him. I think if this thing is ever going to work in L.A., this year might be the best time for it to happen. And the other thing I'll say about the Clippers and the Suns going into this series is the Clippers do have depth. They have a lot of wings that could potentially frustrate and alter Kevin Durant a little bit. Ty Lue gives them a shot to win from the sidelines. And, oh, I didn't even mention Russell Westbrook playing against Kevin Durant in the playoffs for the first time since – leaving Oklahoma City a couple summers ago. So I think there is just so much star power on the floor in this series. I know a lot of people have written the Clippers off without Paul George, assuming the Suns are going to win in five or six games. I think the Clippers give the Suns a legitimate effort in this series. I think it's going to be very compelling, and I think it goes six to seven games. Yeah, man. Damn, this question is tough. For me, to start, I see both series going six games both and if you want to answer real quickly who i think is going to win each series i think the warriors winning six and i don't say that with confidence because i can see the scenario zach brought up where they get swept out the gym by this fast pace moving you know i'm um, king's team but also on the flip side i see the phoenix suns winning in six as well so i have them both going with six but i think the suns not the Suns, the Kings and Warriors series, I can see it going the other way in the six where the Kings win it. And I think there's more, you know, flexibility there where I, it could be 
like Zach say, or it could be six kings or six warriors. And the reason why I say so, first off, let me touch on the Suns thing because I do think that series is is interesting, being that the Clippers were the preseason favorites to win the whole thing. I know I picked them, and um, post trade deadline, the Suns are the pick, the trendy pick to win it all now. So a good team translation is going to get bounced in the first round over there. And you still have to respect Russell Westbrook's game, especially as a driver. You know, you have to give him that attention as a driver. And he has been shooting the rock a little bit better as far as his three-point percentage. So I'm not sure how long that's going to stick. But if it does, then that series is really interesting. But to come back to my pick, the Kings and Warriors, I just think they're so similar in the way how they run offense. They run it right in different ways. Like, you know, with um the big fella Sabonis and how they run the offense with him and how the Warriors utilize a lot of back cuts and, you know, ball movement. They, they play the game right on the offensive end. And I think for me, when you talk about Mike Brown, listen, he was on the Warriors bench for all these years. He knows them. Okay, from an X's and O's perspective, he won't know how to game plan against the Warriors. But also the Warriors... I think on the flip side, the offense could get hot. Their defense is lackluster all year. So is the Kings. The Kings have the worst defense in the NBA, although on the flip side, they have the best offensive rating of all time. So I think it's a very interesting battle because it's youth versus championship muscle. I can flex that championship muscle in games that are tight where we are going bucket after bucket and De'Aaron Fox in the fourth quarter is giving it to Steph and Steph is giving it to Fox. And now it's a championship pedigree that, okay, I'm going to flip it on. I got that, that, you know, I've been here before. You haven't been here before at all. 16 years in the making, right? That's why it's so fascinating to me. But I think the reason why I'm going to go with the Warriors to win and why I'm going to answer this question, this, this matchup, is because I think the Warriors offer more defensive upside than the Kings with the re-addition of Andrew Wiggins, who we all know played a vital part in their run last year. With Gary Payton, who we already know what he can do on the defensive end. That's their best defensive perimeter defender right there. So I think they offer a little bit more to get a couple more stops. But I think this is going to be a series that is going to have some crazy battles. Bucket after bucket. It's going to go down to the wire. And that's why that's my pick. Uh, yeah, I both made some excellent points. I think, you know, these two, both of these series alone are going to be amazing to watch um, as a fan of basketball, and, I, and let alone the, fan, the fans of those respective teams, but the fan of, of basketball. Both games are going to be uh, magnificent to watch. For me, I think the better first-round matchup is going to be Clippers versus Suns because there's a narrative going around that when KD sees Kawhi Leonard, Kawhi Leonard is the KD stopper. He stops Kawhi, He stops KD from doing whatever he wants to do. And um, it's going to be interesting dynamic with PG out. What role does Westbrook play? Does he go back to facilitating or is he going back to star Westbrook where he takes advantage of his matchups and gets aggressive on every single possession? It's going to be a fun matchup to watch because you're watching the star players on both sides of the basketball court um, that we all seen play in finals um, appearances and play in big games, play against each other in a series which puts the legacy on the line. This is a legacy's game between Kawhi and KD, Westbrook and CP3. Um, this is where Devin Booker could really arise and show his marks and show how he's building his legacy as a dominant basketball player in the league. Um, I love the Warriors versus Kings, but it's like the um, it's like old Batman versus young Batman. It's essentially um, the Warriors, the the team that's older now. They they won championships. They've done it all, 
in terms of legacy versus the Kings that are looking to gear up and, and mimic what the Warriors built. They got the undersized bigs and Sabonis, similar to Draymond. They got the shooters and Kevin Herter, similar to Klay Thompson. They got the point guard who's aggressive, um, and De'Aaron Fox and Stephon Curry, who is a, a lesser version of athletic ability than De'Aaron Fox, of course. And But that's the, the, the team that the, these Kings are made of. The sixth man, Jordan Poole and the Warriors, Malik Monk on the Kings. This team is, is back and forth. There's going to be a back and forth fast break bonanza. That game is going to have your head spinning on how fast they will play. But I, I still look at the Clippers and Suns, and that's the star power. That's the blockbuster movie. That's the Transformers of 2008. That, that, that's the movie that when you go see, you go, like, this is amazing. Nothing but explosion, fireworks. Game to the very down to the wire um, in, in that Clippers versus Suns game. And the Warriors versus Kings, it's going to be back and forth. But there's going to be a moment in time when the Warriors start hitting all those threes and the Kings are not going to have a response for it. Because that's just how the Warriors are. Plus, revenge game for Harrison Barnes. I would love to see that. Harrison Barnes was his former team that let him go so they could win more championships to Kevin Durant. And I'll be a sight to see if Harrison Barnes comes in and has his revenge series and tries to take advantage of that Warriors team. I think that for me, it's Clippers versus Suns just because of one thing. KD versus Russell Westbrook in the playoffs, the matchup we didn't get to see years ago, but we get to see it now in a playoff series. And, um, you know, it's not the same type of hype, but for me, it's still a match that I would love to watch to see who gets the better of the other in a series. It's going to be explosive. But both this question is so great because both these matchups are going to be must-see TV. Please comment which matchup you believe will be better, Clippers versus Suns or Warriors versus Kings. I got another perspective to add on to this, right? Because I think you kind of helped me out in a way by still maintaining your take and your side of the bracket about the Warriors and Kings essentially being clones of each other. They are very similar in the way how they are built. And I think that's what makes that fascinating to me is because who's going to outdo the other in the best part of their games, basically, because we know defensively, they can't really stop nobody. Offensively is why we're watching that matchup, the explosion. They are very explosive, both of the teams. We know how, you know, the, the Kings could put up buckets and bunches. We know how the Warriors could go on these third-quarter runs where they are a team built off momentum, where once shots are falling and they're clicking, they're very hard to beat. The Kings are going to be very hard to beat at home. The Warriors, don't get me started about their building. That's why, to me, yes, the Clippers and the Suns, they have the star power, and they have the interesting storylines there, and I get it. But I think over here, this series, to me, sticks out above them all. Get ready for an O-West shootout, for sure. Yeah, so I wanted to bring some historical context about something with the Warriors that really fascinates me going in. So since the NBA merger, that's 45 seasons ago, removing 2020, there have been 36 teams that have finished – with a road winning percentage under 30%. So teams that have won less than 30% of their road games. There have been 36 of those teams since the merger 45 years ago. And in only three of those instances uh, in the last 30, or I'm sorry. So let me just see here. So the only team out of those 36 to make the Western Conference Finals was the 1984 Phoenix Suns. So that's a long time ago. And um, I think that's, the thing about this series that is really interesting, like the Warriors, how is it possible that they only won 13 road games the entire season? Like that's the only teams they had more road wins were teams at the bottom of the league that were clearly tanking. And they're going to have to go into Sacramento 
and into that arena that, A, that's the only team in town. Like, Sacramento, the Kings, are the only team professional sports-wise that they have, combined with the fact that they haven't had a playoff game in that building in 16 years. And this is a team, keep in mind, that since the last time they made the playoffs, like, they were about to move to Anaheim in 2011. And we all know about Light the Beam and just how excited and passionate those Kings fans have been throughout the entire season. Uh, I think offense wins in the playoffs. Like, I am, could not be more all-in on the Sacramento Kings to win this series over the Golden State Warriors. I think this Warriors team is shot. I think their run is over. Like, they, they didn't really click to me in the regular season. We'll see if uh, getting Wiggins back is enough. But, like, being missing, what, 23 games and just immediately going, like, right away into a playoff series? Like, is he going to start? Like, how many minutes are the Warriors even expecting him to play? Like, that is – an impossible ask for me. I cannot be more all in on the Kings going into this series, and I'm excited about it. And that's why Andrew Wiggins is the X factor here, because how he adapts to the game speed after being out, how he fights off of those screens, is the physicality still there, is going to determine a lot for me. But I think when you talk about those records that you're reading and how the Warriors have been astronomically horrendous this year on defense, when you have the additions of Andrew Wiggins coming back. Let's see how he looks. And Gary Payton, who wasn't on this team because of the trade, and how he's coming back. How does that make them look? The championship flex. Maybe I took some time off on the defensive end because I know I could put it on in the playoffs. The Warriors are a very dangerous team because they will show you a facade just so you could believe that they're done. And then they have a way of turning it on and flexing that championship muscle. I've seen it. So many times before where they do not take the regular season seriously. When you win so much and you win finals at the finals, it's hard to take an 82-game calendar when these cats is married with children and old. This is the moments they live for. They wake up for these moments. And the Kings don't want to be disrespected anymore. They have a lot to prove on their side. Like, listen, what we did in the regular season was not a facade. We are meant to be here. And we are going to give it to the Warriors as well. And that's why this series, I think it's going six, but it could go either way. And that's why that's my pick. Just wanted to clarify one thing. So of those 36 teams that finished with an under 30% winning percentage, only six of them won their first round playoff series game. So big reason why I'm rolling with the Kings as well. Please like and subscribe for all the up-to-date content. We've been slinging shows left and right, slinging content left and right. Please don't miss anything. If you do, like, subscribe, leave a comment, or leave a question, something you may want to answer, something you may have. It's, all ideas are great ideas. Nothing's a dumb question. 